Welcome to Mom 2.0. Hi, I'm Vicky. Over the past three years, I've gone from having so little energy I needed three reasons to go upstairs to waking up full of energy and genuinely enjoying time spent with my kids. In this podcast, I share everything that I've learned that has helped me so that it can help you too. I cover a wide range of topics, everything from stress to nutrition, and my hope is that this podcast will take you from tired to inspired so you have the energy you need to enjoy life the way you deserve to. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mom 2.0. This is pretty exciting to me. It's the first big milestone for this show. According to the latest data, only 28% of the millions of podcasts out there make it past 30 episodes. Someone actually told me it was 1%, which was a lot more exciting to me, but it turned out not to be true. Anyways, for today's show, I thought it would be fitting for me to talk about one of my favorite subjects, sleep or fatigue or lack of energy. But I'm going to do it from a slightly different perspective. If you are currently dragging yourself through the days, too tired to get anything done properly, you probably believe that it's a lack of sleep. You think that when you start getting more sleep, you'll have more energy or at least less fatigue. Because there's this idea out there that more sleep equals less fatigue. And don't get me wrong, sleep definitely plays a massive role in how fatigued you are or aren't throughout the day. But there's a lot more to it. Stress, nutrition, movement, hormone levels, and sleep are the five big areas to consider and pay attention to when it comes to fatigue. And not only are they all important on their own, but they are also all connected. As an example, it's unlikely that if you eat primarily junk food, that you will be motivated to exercise. Junk food and a sedentary lifestyle leads to hormone imbalances. And if your hormone levels are unbalanced, chances are you're sensitive to stress, which impacts your sleep. And there's a number of different ways that they connect. That's just one example. Nothing happens in isolation. And while some areas are slightly more important than others, Getting the core foundation right, the basics, so to speak, will go a lot further than any supplement, diet, or whatever health trend you've heard about giving you massive results. So back to the idea that more sleep does not equal less fatigue. Fatigue is a lack of energy. And while sleep plays its part in creating energy, by recharging your body battery, let's say, it's not the only part. And as I mentioned above, sleep or sleep quality, I should say, rather, is also dependent on these other factors. So nutrition, stress, hormone levels, and exercise. And the reason that I corrected to quality sleep 
instead of just saying sleep is because you could be spending nine hours asleep, but very little of that is deep sleep, which is where all that magic happens in sleep. So the goal isn't to increase sleep quantity, but quality, which is good news for most moms. So let's get into these other areas a little bit more so you can see which ones you might need to focus on in your life to bring your energy levels up. Starting with nutrition. Studies have shown that diets lacking in essential nutrients can heavily impact energy levels and bring about fatigue. In particular, if you are lacking in nutrients like vitamin B and iron, for instance, this will also cause fatigue and decrease cognitive function. I want you to think about a car. Your car needs fuel to run. So you put the correct fuel in and your car takes you where you need to go. With a full tank, you can get everywhere you need to go. And if you want, you can drive really fast. When the tank starts getting low, you refuel and you carry on as normal. But what if there's a fuel shortage? Okay, now you only put in half a tank. You can still go places, but maybe you can't go everywhere you could before and you definitely can't drive fast because you don't have enough fuel now. And then let's say the fuel shortage gets worse, but you still need to go places. You still have things to do. So you start putting in half petrol and half cooking oil because it looks kind of the same as petrol and it's, it's going to work, right? And maybe it does for a little while, but then pretty soon your engine's going to start breaking. And now what you thought was saving you money has cost you big time. Now imagine your car is your body. It also needs the right fuel, the right nutrients to keep going not only to move, but to think. When the vast majority of our diets are coming from ultra-processed food that kind of resembles food or came from real food originally, that's when our bodies start to break down. Even when those boxes say that they've got all of these nutrients in them, our bodies have a hard time actually extracting those nutrients from this type of food because it is so far removed from its original form and it's not recognized as food anymore. Digestion also uses up a lot of energy and this makes sense when you understand everything that's going on inside you every time you eat something. So now the process is a lot more difficult when the food is ultra-processed because you're working harder to extract whatever nutrients. If you're constantly snacking and eating throughout the day, this will also cause fatigue as you're never giving your body a break and it's working all the time. It's like going to the petrol station eight times a day and letting it overflow each time. And it doesn't really make sense to do that. It's a waste of time and energy. So bottom line, give your body the right fuel and you'll have more energy. Your hormones will be more balanced and you'll get better quality sleep. When it comes to stress, Cortisol is the hormone that takes center stage here. When you encounter a stressful situation, cortisol gets released. If you are chronically stressed, meaning you experience stress for a prolonged period of time, 
Your adrenal glands, which produce cortisol, they get overstimulated, and this interrupts the production of cortisol, which can lead to something commonly known as adrenal fatigue. How this whole process causes fatigue in your body is that cortisol, while great for helping our bodies react quickly during intensely stressful or dangerous situations, when it's released in large amounts or small amounts over a long period of time, it can lead to A, sleep disturbances and lower quality sleep, B, fluctuations in blood sugar, which lead to dysregulation of energy, C, muscle and tissue breakdown, which leads to weakness and body fatigue, and then D, it can impact mood and motivation, which leads to apathy and loss of enthusiasm. So lower stress overall means lower cortisol levels, which means higher levels of melatonin, and that equals better sleep quality, which leads to less fatigue throughout the day. And I know that sounds like kind of a complicated thing, but you don't need to do anything about all that stuff in the middle that I mentioned. What you want to do is get a hold on your stress and the rest works itself out. And next we've got exercise. And exercise goes a really long way in supporting all the other areas that we've already spoken about, sleep, nutrition, and stress. And like I said before, they're all connected and they all enhance each other. A lot of people often believe that they are too tired to exercise, thinking that exercise will further drain them of energy, but it, it's just not true. When done right, exercise energizes you. If exercise makes you feel drained and fatigued, you're doing it wrong. It should never be used as like a punishment for something you ate or drank or to try and balance out an unhealthy diet and lifestyle. Exercise, when done right, will increase your energy levels, not drain them. And this happens through the release of endorphins, which counteract feelings of fatigue. So now you see, it's not just about sleep. And even when it is about sleep, it's not just the quantity that matters, but the quality of your sleep that counts. I once had a friend ask me why it is that when she actually gets a full night of uninterrupted sleep, that she feels more tired than when her kids wake her up and she gets less sleep. I didn't know at the time, but being the nerd that I am, I went to look into it. And I discovered pretty much all of the above. And because of that, I've drawn a conclusion based on all of this. That when you get uninterrupted sleep, your cortisol levels are high because it registers as a stress on your body. When cortisol levels are high, you'll be more alert after a broken night's sleep because your body's on the lookout for danger. When you then get a full uninterrupted night's sleep, your body is recovering and you go into a deeper sleep than before so that your body can replenish and recover. But when you wake up, your cortisol levels are lower than when you have broken sleep, which is a good thing. That's what we want. And your body has just, and still is actually, recovering from prolonged stress. So while you're actually in better shape than before, it may feel as if you are more tired because you don't have that extra cortisol. If, however, you kept getting full night's sleep, 
you would soon feel a lot better and more alert and restored. But so often for mothers with young kids, one night here and there is all we really get. And so you get that good night's sleep and then the next night it's back to this increased cortisol and the fake feeling of alertness. And one of the things that I have found very helpful for this, and it's what I keep talking about there, but it's increasing your sleep quality. And how do you do this if you are getting broken sleep? There are things that you can still do to make sure that the sleep you're getting in between is good quality. And this will go a really long way in helping you keep those cortisol levels in check. Anyways. All this is to say, if you want more energy, it's not as simple as getting more sleep. It's about getting better quality sleep. And to do that, you need to do more than just fall into bed at the end of the day. Get the right nutrients so that your body can function properly. Move your body in a way that increases your energy, not depletes it. And do everything you can to keep your cortisol levels balanced because without that piece of the puzzle you won't get the same benefits from all the effort that you're putting in elsewhere that's it for today i hope that you got a lot of value out of that episode if you have any questions about it please feel free to email me or dm me on social media thanks for your time and i'll be back next week with more Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you haven't done so already, hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I'll be back next week with more. Until then, take care and have fun.